What's up, motherfuckers? Welcome to GSR Gonzo Sports Room. Wednesday, January 19th, 2022. Uh, I got quite a few things to talk about tonight. We'll talk about the NFL playoffs. Got the divisional round games this weekend. I uh, got some NBA games tonight. Uh, we'll talk a little bit about um, the Brooklyn Nets. Are, are they in trouble with uh, Durant being out four to six weeks? And you only have Kyrie Irving. On a yeah. yeah, you only have Kyrie Irving on, on game days, uh, because or not game days, road games. I mean, because he can't play any home games because of the uh, vaccine mandate. Hold on, just one second. Checking the sound. All right. Yeah, but yeah, so Irving can only play on road games. But before we get started, don't forget we're live Monday through Friday, uh, 1 p.m. Eastern with Easy Money, a sports betting show. Come join us. We're giving out winners. Uh, my picks went 5-1 and one yesterday. Uh, I don't think any of the teams that I've picked today have finished their games yet. Uh, also, we're live Monday, Wednesday, Friday, 7 p.m. Eastern with GSR Gonzo Sports Room. Uh, that show is also live on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitch. Uh, you can find both those shows in podcast form at Apple Podcast, Anchor Podcast, Spotify, Google Podcasts. Most places you listen to podcasts, you can find us. Also, uh, don't forget we have our new uh, weekly pro wrestling podcast that drops every Sunday morning uh, at 9 a.m., GWR Gonzo's Wrestling Room. Uh, we've had two episodes drop so far. Uh, you can find that on Apple Podcast, Anchor Podcasts, Facebook, uh, Spotify, Google Podcasts, most places to listen to podcasts, you can find it. You can also get the video version if you'd like to watch it on YouTube. Uh, the third episode will drop this Sunday at 9 a.m., so uh, keep your eye out for that. Follow us on social media. That's where we post everything about any information about the shows. Go to our social media accounts, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all at Gonzo Sports Room. Uh, we post our daily uh, picks from Easy Money, a sports betting show there, any interview announcements, uh, any Big live show announcements. Everything goes to our social media at uh, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, all at Gonzo Sports Room. Uh, you can find me at Chris Gonzalez on, uh, or Chris D. Gonzalez on Facebook, Chris Gonzalez at Gonzalez Sports on Twitter, and Chris Gonzalez on Instagram. Uh, check out our YouTube page. Please hit that subscribe button. Uh, we're trying to get over the 150 uh, subscriber mark by the end of this week. I think we have five more to go, so please hit that subscribe button. Please hit that like button. Uh, if you're watching on uh, Facebook and Twitch, please hit the follow buttons and the like buttons. 
Uh, we'd gr- we'd greatly appreciate it. Uh, any anytime you can you can share or like our stuff, it uh, really helps. All right, first thing I want to let's go ahead and uh, get into the sports. First thing I want to talk about, let's talk about the Brooklyn Nets. Kevin Durant's going to be out four to six weeks. Um, Kyrie Irving can't play at home games. Kyrie Irving's already came out and said he's not going to reconsider his stance on the vaccine uh, uh, because uh, Durant's out. Uh, so they're not. It's not going to change with uh, Kyrie. He's going to be able to play when they're on the road. And I think there's a few cities even on the road that he, he uh, that he can't play on or play at. So he's basically a part he's basically a part-time player for the uh Brooklyn Nets as this, as the season goes on. So yeah, you got Durant out 4 to 6 weeks. Uh the Nets are beating Washington right now 37-34 in the second quarter. But like I said, they're playing without Durant. You do, they do have Kyrie tonight because they are on the road. Um, but yeah, I think they're in big trouble because it, can, you think James Harden's going to carry that team by himself when they're at home, no Kevin Durant, no Kyrie Irving, and you just have James Harden in that supporting cast, and you expect James Harden to step up, step up, change the way he's been playing, and try to carry this team. And then when KD gets back, you're going to want him. When KD and Kyrie are there, you want him to be more. Don't even want. I don't want to disrespect him by calling him a role player, but kind of more of a role player. He knows his role out of them, out of the big three there. Where when, for them to have a chance to win without either one of them on the court, he's going to have he's going to have to be looking to score and looking to score often, looking to get to the free throw line. He's going to have to try to take the games over, and can Harden still do that? Plus, Harden has yet to do that in a playoffs yet. Regular season, he's been able to do remarkable things, but he's, he, you have—I mean, he has not had playoff success uh, so far tonight. Harden has played uh, eleven minutes. He has three points, five assists, and two rebounds. Irving has twelve points, four assists, and one rebound in eleven minutes. So both. The, both of them have played 11 minutes so far. Uh, but that's what they're going to need for them to have good games. And they're going to need Patty Mills to keep playing well uh, for the Nets to uh, get through this and try to get a decent seed for when Kevin Durant can make his return back to this team. But if Cam- Kevin Durant can I don't think they're a championship team this year, even with Kevin Durant, with all the things that are going on with Kyrie Irving and uh just everything that's going on with the organization, even when before KD got hurt, I didn't think they were going to be a championship team. Uh, the, the the big three just hasn't played together enough. I mean, hell, have they even played together twenty times yet? Uh, yet? I, I, it may be, maybe close. I think they only played fourteen or fifteen games, all three of them together last year. Uh, so yeah, I mean, they ha- it's not like they have a lot of time playing together. So. It's not like you're going to get Durant back and no Kyrie's going to be there on the road and you're just going to throw these three together. Yeah, they're going to be good. But how much how much is chemistry of not being, getting to play together when when it's a game six or game seven of a playoff series and the pressure's on you and it's a tight one, two-point game and you're trying to you, – you got your big three out here trying to figure out who's going to take the last shot – who's going to take the last shot and how – 
what's what's our roles? What's how can we get in a rhythm? And that's I think that's going to be their biggest problem is they're not going to be in a rhythm because all three of them never get to play together. Now that Kyrie finally gets to play some games, playing road games, and then Durant gets hurt, so so you still get, you're still not getting none of that time with the th- your big three running together. Uh, but I think I think this I mean how the Nets respond here is going to tell a big part on what they do the rest of the season because uh, this is going to be a big stretch here. Uh, James Harden is going to have to step up and play out of his mind, uh, especially at the, on the home games, at the home games because he he's not going to have no help from Kyrie on the home games because Kyrie Kyrie can't play, so he's going to have to uh, figure out what. Uh, Harden's going to have to figure out what kind of role he has to play when he's by himself, and he's going to have to he's going to have to play like he did in Houston, where he's going to have to try to score forty points a night. He's going to have to try to get to the free throw line. Uh, he's going to have to be a little more selfish when he don't have Kyrie or KD on the court with him, because uh, it's going to happen here real soon. Their next home game, no Kyrie, no Durant. I mean, yeah, tonight you have Kyrie. But and don't get me wrong, some of these other players have to step up too. But Harden has to be the, he he has to step up, or Brooklyn's not going to have a chance at all. If if James Harden can't step up, why uh, why you have Durant away from the from the team? Yeah, got actually got quite a few NBA games going on tonight. Uh, let's take a look at them real quick. Just one second. I'll let this load up. But, yeah, we've got quite a few NBA games tonight. have a few uh, college basketball games uh, tonight as well. Uh, I'll, go, I'll give out while my phone's loading up. I'll give out the uh, picks I gave out today on Easy Money, a sports betting show. I had the, the Nets money line, the uh, Minnesota Timberwolves money line, Memphis Grizzlies plus six and a half, the Cle- uh, Cleveland Cavaliers money line, and then in college basketball, I had Florida minus six and Wake Forest minus two and a half. And then in hockey, I had the, the Colorado Avalanche at the uh, minus one and a half. All right. Phone isn't wanting to load up yet, so we'll get – we'll come back to that. But uh, let's let's talk about uh, some NFL football, and then we'll get, we'll get back to the NBA scores here in a minute once I can get the phone – Phone to cooperate with me. Uh, but you have the Buffalo Bills against the Kansas City Chiefs. That's going to be the Sunday game. Uh, Mahomes has been on, been playing pretty good his last six games. He has 17 passing touchdowns, two interceptions. Uh, both quarterbacks looked good uh, last week in the wild card, wild card round. Uh, the Chiefs just, just pit, uh, picked Pittsburgh apart. Uh Patrick Mahomes played real well, and then the Bills just blew the Patriots out with a, a big effort by Josh Allen. Josh Allen had 308 passing yards, five touchdowns. He completed 84% of the passes he threw. Uh, so, I mean, Josh Allen balled out on wild card weekend. Uh, but so, but don't get me wrong, so did Patrick Mahomes. I think this is going to be a probably, probably the best game of the weekend. Uh, I expect this game to probably come down to probably a field goal at the end. Could be one of them games which 
where whoever has the ball last wins the game. Um, but yeah, this is actually probably the game I'm looking forward most to watching this weekend. It'll be this uh, this Sunday evening game at six thirty because um, I just think the two offenses matched up against each other. It's going, and that's what it's going to come down to. It's going to come down to which defense can slow the can make that one or two big stops in key situations. Which defense can come up big on a, on a key third down in the fourth quarter? Or it's that's what the difference of the game is going to be. Because I think both quarterbacks are going to give their offenses chances uh, to be in the game and, and to win the game. But it's going to come down to the line of scrimmage, which that's what every football game comes down to. No matter who's up here talking and telling you this or that, it comes. It, the main thing in football, whoever wins the damn line of scrimmage is probably going to win the damn game. Uh, if your if your offensive line can't block their defensive line, your offense isn't going to do shit. And and then you flip flop that if your if your uh, defensive line uh, can't can't get to the quarterback, then the quarterback's going to be able to pick you apart. So it, I mean it, it all depends on the offensive and defensive line. Who wins on who wins that battle up front is the first key, and then the second key to me in this game is which defense can make that create that big turnover or make that big stop on fourth down that that erases points from the other team and possibly get your team some points. That's going to be the difference in the game. Who wins the turnover battle? Which, which, which team can make that big play on fourth and one or fourth and two? Which defense makes that big stop on fourth and two in the red zone? Gets the ball back without giving up any points. Uh, whose special teams uh, cover the best? Hit kicks. I mean, it's going to take complete team efforts in this game. Like I said, I think it's going to be one of the – not only one – I think it has the potential to be the best game of the, of the playoff so far. I think it's going to be it's going to be a shootout. It's going to be a, a heck of a game to watch Sunday uh, Sunday evening. You have the uh, – Kansas City Chiefs are one-and-a-half point favorites right now uh, on the sports books. They're minus 126 money line. The Bills are plus 108 on the money line. Over-under for this game is set at 54-and-a-half. Uh, I like the Bills in this game uh, just because I think the Bills have, are been, have been more consistent than what the Chiefs are. And, I mean, J- Josh Allen has been hot. I know Patrick Mahomes has, has gotten hot, hotter. But I think the Bills' defense is a little bit better than the Chiefs' defense, uh, and, and that's why I'm going with the Bills in this game. Uh, but the big, big key is going to be uh, can the Bills stop the Chiefs from running the ball? Which the Chiefs aren't going to try to run the ball a bunch. They're just going to try to run it enough to get their play action going more. And that's going to be the same way with the Bills. The Bills sometimes refuse to run the ball. The Bills, Josh Allen will probably throw 40-plus 40, 40 passes this game easily. That's just that's the way the Bills play. They don't, they don't For some reason, they will not run the ball, even though in this game they, against this Chiefs defense, run, I would run the ball some, try to get my running game going. But I, I don't see the Bills doing that. Uh, I like the Bills in this game. I like the over the 54-and-a-half. Like I said, I think this is going to be a high, high – I think it's going to be a high-scoring game. Maybe, like – I can see, like, 33-30. Or, I mean, I, I think one team – I think both teams could be in the 30s in this game. It w- I wouldn't be surprised. But the first game on Saturday that we have is the Cincinnati Bengals. 
at the Tennessee Titans. I'm looking forward to this game. Uh, I'm actually going with the upset here, and it's mainly just because I think I think Joe Burrow and that Bengals offense is going to uh, has a good chance of jumping out to a lead, and then I think that changes Tennessee's uh, approach about try, trying to get Derrick Henry going. And how good is Derrick Henry going to be? Going to be? He's been out multiple weeks. Uh, I know he. I think they said he uh, had went through contact today, uh, and he sound. He, when I heard the interview, he sounds like he's ready, but you you don't know what your body's going to do until you get out there. And how many carries are they going to give him the first time out? Are they going to give him twenty five carries the first time out? I doubt it. I figure he might get ten carries, ten maybe maybe fifteen carries since it's a playoff game. Depending on how the flow of the game is, but I don't see him getting no twenty twenty five carries in this game. I I think that would, I don't think Tennessee is going to be is going to push them that much because they don't they don't want to hurt him permanently and. It, I mean, if you win this game, you need them for the next game as well. I understand you got to win this game, or there's no, there's not a next game. But I just, I just don't see them rushing Derrick Henry out there uh, if he's not healthy enough, healthy enough to be out there. Uh, and the Bengals, uh, their offense, man, they just have so many weapons on offense. Joe Burrow is that dude. Uh, he's, uh, he, he, he don't run away. He don't run away from the big spotlight. Uh, he performs under pressure. Uh, if that if the Cincinnati Bengals offensive line can hold up and give him time, uh, this Bengals offense is explosive, and they could give any team in the AFC uh, trouble here in the playoffs. Uh, I like Cincinnati in this game because basically, I think Burrow's the better quarterback, and I think that's what this game is going to come down to: is which quarterback can make can make uh, the big plays in big situations in this playoff game. I know uh, Burrow's a young quarterback. Be his uh, first, or I guess what second playoff game because they got that big win last week against uh, over the weekend against the Raiders, where everybody was whining about it shouldn't have been a touchdown. But I don't that play didn't um, I, that whistle didn't affect that play in my opinion. But so yeah, it'll be his second playoff game. Tannehill's uh, had experience in the playoffs, uh, but. I, I think Burrow's the better quarterback right now. And uh, I like the Bengals here at the uh, plus 160 on the money line. I, th- I think the I just I like the I think the Bengals defense is uh playing good enough that where they can they can keep Cincinnati in the in this game. Uh Cincinnati has beat the, I mean they have uh I mean Cincinnati's not a bad team. Cincinnati has beat the Chiefs before. So I'm or this season. So I mean, it's not like Cincinnati is just a scrub team. Uh, and how's Tennessee going? How's Tennessee going to respond off a of bye? These teams all teams are always different off buys. You get some teams that come off the buys and they they look sharper. They you could tell they were well well prepared and they look sharp. And then there's other teams that come off buys that you assume that I mean you know the coach so you assume that they're well prepared, but for some reason they just come off the fucking buy flat. Being an Indianapolis Colts fans fan, I've seen it. I don't know how many times we uh, they would rest Peyton, rest Peyton Manning in the uh, first round of, or not the first round, the game before the first playoff game, last regular season game. Let's rest our starters, and then we go out there and in the first quarter, and all, our offense just looks terrible. 
And it's like, if these guys are in a rhythm, why not let them keep playing and stay in that, stay in that rhythm? Let's not go sit around get and talk about what we're going to do. We need to do this, do that. And then game time comes up and we're not there. Cause that, that happens. And you see it happen a lot. You see teams come out and just not play, not play. And it's like, what, what the hell happened here? I mean, the Colts have lost, man, I'm, I'm, it's, yeah, it's, it's crazy. But then you have the uh, next game would be the San Francisco 49ers at the Green Bay Packers. Uh, The Packers are uh, six-point favorites in this game. Over-unders at 46-and-a-half. I like Green Bay in this game. I think Green Bay is going to be representing the NFC in the Super Bowl this year. Uh Right and right now you got for one you have San you have San Francisco uh, Jimmy Garoppolo's battling a I think it's a shoulder injury now but they they act like he's going to be they think he's going to be able to play but he ha- he's not he hasn't been practicing uh, and that's bad I mean that's bad news for the San Francisco if you have to start Trey Lance in this game against the Green Bay Packers and Aaron Rodgers uh, I think the 49ers are in trouble. Uh, Aaron Rodgers playing at MVP level, probably going to uh, be surprised if he's not the back-to-back MVP of the NFL. Uh, you, you got Devontae Adams, who's having another big year. And then you have a good running game uh, as well with, uh, I think Aaron Jones is back. And then you also have uh, Dylan. So you have uh, two strong backs, uh, Lazard and Valdez. You got Valdez Scantling back, who can be a deep threat. I I just I think Green I think Green Bay is going is a uh, the team to beat in the NFC, and if the 49ers don't have Garoppolo, that really hurts significantly significantly hurts their chances of uh, winning this game. Now, if they have Garoppolo, they're healthy. I there's a scenario. I mean, I I can see that I can see the 49ers winning, but if Trey Lance is at the court at the helm. I don't see that. I mean, not, not, I mean, I'm not trashing Trey Lance because we haven't seen enough of him to to say if he's an NFL quarterback or if he's ready or not ready. We have, so I haven't seen enough of, to judge on his playing ability. So I can't sit here and uh, trash on him. But all right, next game is the Los Angeles Rams at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Uh, the Rams are. Uh, Excuse me, the Buccaneers are three-point favorites at home. They're minus one forty-eight on the money line. This 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 game here is the other game that I think is going to be that could be uh, one of the games of the week as well. Uh, this NFC game here, Rams and Bucks, it's going to be a. I think it's going to be a, a great game. Uh, I like the Rams in this game. I think the Rams defense is going to be able to put pressure on Brady. With Aaron Donald up the middle, um, so I I just don't see the Tampa Bay offensive line being able to to block uh, Aaron Donald in that uh, defensive line up front. Uh, I I can see this being a close game. I know they've played each other. Uh, I like the Rams here at the plus one twenty six on the money line. Uh, I just I don't see Tom Brady getting the Bucks to the Super Bowl this season. I think they're run. Ends this weekend. Uh, I think the NFC Championship game is going to be 
the Green Bay Packers against the Los Angeles Rams. And in the AFC, I think it's going to be the Buffalo Bills versus the Cincinnati Bengals. That's right. I, I got the Cincinnati Bengals going to the AFC championship, AFC championship game. I like the Bengals over the Titans by uh, by three points. Uh, so I, I I like the Bengals money. I just I think the Bengals are the better team, uh, especially right now. That I think they're they're in more rhythm than what the uh, Titans are because the Titans had to. Be, I mean, missing Derrick Henry is a big deal. Now you're getting Derrick Henry back, but it also changes your game plan. So. I mean, and that and that can that can be hard to get everybody on the on the same page and and changing things that maybe you would that you haven't changed for the last few weeks because Derrick Henry wasn't on the field, but now that you're bringing him back in, you got you got to integrate him back in to your game plan, and how much does that take away from other people? How much does that affect your offense overall? That's things you never know until you get into the game. You just got to hope as a coach that you make the right decision to. Where you have the guys in the best uh, frame of mind, you have the guys in the best frame of mind to accomplish what what you and them are wanting to accomplish. But yeah, I like the Bengals. All right, got but yeah. Like I said, we got a big big NFL big NFL weekend. Uh, over in the NBA right now. Uh, the Brooklyn Nets are up 67-55 to 55 over the Washington Wizards. Orlando Magic is up 57-47 to 47 over the 76ers with 26, se- sec- 26 seconds left in the second quarter. Uh, the Brooklyn Nets and Washington Wizards game has a minute left in the second quarter. The Timberwolves are up 33 to 21 over the Atlanta Hawks. A minute left in the first quarter. Trailblazers up 24-18 on the Heat. Uh, that's in the first quarter. The Hornets against the Celtics. Celtics are up 19-13 uh, at the end of the first quarter. Toward the end of the first quarter. Uh, Grizzlies and Bucks is getting ready to start. You also have Cleveland and Chicago tonight. Toronto and the Mavericks, uh, the Thunder and the Spurs. You got uh, Houston. Of course, I hit the wrong button and turned it off. It's loading back up. That'll take me a second. All right, let's move. Uh, let's talk back over to the NBA for a minute. Let's talk a little bit about uh, Russell Westbrook. I was on a, a sports show this morning on the uh, ASAP uh, All All Sports All Plays Network. I'm on there on the morning show Monday through Friday, 10 a.m. Eastern. You can find it on uh, Facebook and YouTube. But we were talking about uh, the the Lakers and what their biggest problem is. I think their biggest problem is their construction of the roster. Uh, and the decisions they made to let the guys go that they let go and who they brought in. Uh, I never thought from the beginning that Russell Westbrook was going to work in, in Los Angeles. Um, and now, w- with Anthony Davis out, everybody wanted to blame blame the majority and almost all of it on Russell Westbrook. And 
I'm not a Russell Westbrook fan or a Russell Westbrook apologist. All I'm saying is that Russell Westbrook is not the only reason or the main reason that the Lakers are struggling. The Lakers are struggling because their GM put together an old team that's top-heavy, doesn't have any depth, and that has you have too many ball dominant players. You don't have the you don't have a, that facilitator other than LeBron. Besides LeBron, you don't ha, you don't have that facilitator on that Lakers team that you need. Uh, and is Westbrook the answer? No, but uh, and I bet you and everybody was saying, oh, his turnovers, his turnovers. He's averaging one more turnover a game than LeBron James, and I don't hear everybody. Burying LeBron James over turnovers, which I'm not saying people should, but why are we burying one guy over averaging four turnovers a game? And and the guy that that most people, or not most people, a lot of people call the goat, averages one less free throw, or not free throw, one less uh, turnover. And then his free throw shooting's been terrible. But if we're going to hold that against him, don't we have to hold that against other players like? Again, LeBron James, who's been like what, a 60, 62 to 65% free throw shooter for the last how many years? So, yes, Russell Westbrook has played de- terrible defense, has been out of position and cost his team points. And, yes, I could see them moving on from him. I mean, hell, they might trade. They might get rid of him. It wouldn't surprise me if they tried to get rid of him at the trade deadline. If they could find anybody that's going to take them, I just don't think they're going to find much value in them. Uh, but I mean, who else you have on that team that's going to play better than him? I mean, yeah, he's he's inefficient. He, he he's not a jump shooter. If he can't get to the rim, uh, he's going to shoot probably forty five percent, forty percent, maybe around there. He's uh. He's not a good three-point shooter. Uh, the name Westbrook is for a reason. Uh, like I said, I'm not a Westbrook apologist, but it's not all his fault that the Lakers are losing. There's blame There's blame on LeBron. There's blame on the front office. Uh, there's blame on the coach. Because when you're the coach, of, especially of the Lakers or any team, a team that high profile, you got to be able to adapt to, to what you have and come, come, up with, come up with a way that you can fit the players you have into your system or fit your system around those players. And if, if you're not doing that as a head coach, you're doing yourself and your team a disservice. And uh, you don't, you shouldn't be coaching it in, in the NBA, uh, but you have to, LeBron has to have blame because we all know he plays a big role in putting the, together the roster. Uh, and they went out and got Westbrook and it's, and it's, it's not paying off. A lot, and I know a lot of people that are, they're done. They're saying bring Westbrook off the bench, or so I've even seen people saying don't even play him no more. I just don't understand how it became all his fault. And I admit, he, oh, he's not a perfect player by far. He he does he hurts him defense a lot where he gets out gets out of position, and leaves his guy wide open. Uh, he he can he can be selfish sometimes. Uh, Going for going for some rebounds and and tangled up with his own teammate and co- and cost his own team a possession. Uh, yes, there's things like that that happens. It's unfortunate that it does happen, but it does. But 
I mean, how much how much can you crucify crucify him for it when he's not? I mean, that's not the worst thing that somebody's done, and, it's, and he's not the only one that's done that. So I mean, then you're drawing that fine line of if you don't if you find this guy or you do something to this guy and you don't do it to the next guy, then you're showing favoritism because you're friends with him and not with this guy, and it's just going to cause yourself bigger problems. But all right, I want to thank everybody for joining us tonight. We will be back tomorrow at 1 p.m. Eastern with Easy Money, a sports betting show. Uh, then Friday, or that's at 1 p.m. Eastern on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitch. Uh, then Friday, we'll be live for Easy Money, a sports betting show again at 1 p.m. Eastern. And then we have GSR Gonzo Sports Room at 7 p.m. Friday evening. Uh, we will be breaking down. Uh, we'll probably do it on Friday yeah, we'll do it on Friday show. Or actually, no, actually, we'll probably, well, we'll be talking NFL. Yeah, we'll do it on Friday show. Uh, we will break down the UFC fights for this uh, big UFC card this weekend. Uh, if I can get all the fights broke down, we might do it tomorrow, but I'm going to say it's probably going to be on Friday. Uh, tomorrow and Friday, we'll talk UFC. We'll talk NFL playoffs coming up this weekend, some big games. Uh, we'll talk some more NBA. Uh, I want to talk tomorrow. I want to talk uh, not tomorrow, but Wednesday at seven p.m. I want to uh, get in a conversation about uh, the N- NBA MVP and uh, it, does uh, John Morant deserve to be in the conversation uh, for for the way he has played this season? Guys, uh, we'll talk about that Friday. We'll talk NFL football. We're going to talk. It's going to be a big show, so come join us Friday. Don't forget Sunday. We're going to be at Warrior Pro Wrestling in Danville, Indiana, for WPW five. Uh, it's a live pro wrestling show. Has a stacked card. Uh, doors open at two. Bell times at three. Uh, you want to find out more information and find out ticket information? Uh, all you have to do is go to Warrior Pro Wrestling on uh, Facebook. Uh, they have all the information there for you. I've been posting their flyer on my social our social media as well. It's going to be an awesome show right here in the uh, state of Indiana in Danville, Indiana, uh, and we. Uh, GWR will be there. Gonzo's Wrestling Room will be there live. And we'll be live streaming and doing live commentary of uh, of, the, the pro, of the live pro wrestling show for uh, Warrior Pro Wrestling on Sunday. Like I said, doors open at 2, showtime's at 3. We'll be live on YouTube and Twitch with live commentary and uh, and live, stre- live streaming the show. Should be a great time. This will be like our 8th or ninth one that we've uh, went live stream now. Uh, we have some big interviews coming up, so keep your keep your eyes and ears out for uh, some big announcements coming here real soon. Uh, there's going to be some big things happening with uh, GSR here in 2022, and uh, I appreciate all the support we've been getting. Check out our YouTube page. Hit that hit that subscribe button, please. We're trying to get past this the 150 uh, subscriber mark by the end of the week. I think we need five more to do that. Uh, so. It, if you haven't subscribed to that YouTube page, hit that subscribe button. Hit that bell so you get notifications so you never miss when we go live. If you're watching on Facebook and Twitch, please hit the follow and the follow button, the like button. Uh, we'd greatly appreciate it. Uh, check out our merch store, streamlabs.com forward slash Gonzalez Sports forward slash merch. Uh, you can see some of our shirts here behind us. Uh, go on there and get you some GWR gear. 
All right. What? Then no. Oh, I know what I want to talk about. One more thing I want. We need to talk about real quick. Saturday, January 29th, we will be live from uh, Bloomington, Indiana for MPG Wrestling. Then on February 6th, we will be at Summit Pro Wrestling doing another live stream for uh, Summit Pro Wrestling there in Greenfield, Indiana. And then on February 12th, we're going to be in Indianapolis for uh, Thunder or Blunder 2 at the uh, Outlaw Arena on Kentucky Avenue, Indianapolis, Indiana. Uh, That's on February 12th. And in February 19th, we're going to be here, here in Muncie, Indiana with uh, DCCW as they're bringing in the Rock and Roll Express. Uh, it's, it's going to be a big show. Rock and Roll Expe- Express is wrestling the highlight reel for the DCCW tag team titles. Uh, they have they have a stacked card from the matches, uh, from the talent that I've seen that's going to be on this card. Uh, so we'll be live at that show as well. So let's pack, let's sport independent wrestling. Let's pack these shows. I want to thank everybody for joining us today. Uh, we will see you guys tomorrow at 1 p.m. Eastern for Easy Money, a sports betting show. And then tomorrow evening at 7 p.m. for GSR Gonzo Sports Room. Thanks for joining us. Please hit that subscribe button. Uh, and, uh, the bell for notifications, like, share, all that good stuff. We greatly appreciate it. We will see you guys uh, tomorrow. Peace.